0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Creative Landscaping with a Toothbrush. I'm your host, Mia. I just kind of like saying that even though it also feels sort of silly, but it's fun, right? I mean, this is my podcast. I'm your guide, (laughs) I guess, for the podcast host guide? I don't know. It's not really like a show. It's more like a journal right now. So it is Monday, May 29th. If you are in the U.S., it is Memorial Day today, and we have a long weekend, so I get today off, which is nice. Um... I'm just kind of not going to do much at all today. (laughs) I went went out earlier this morning. I dropped my partner off for work. And I grabbed a coffee from this place I really like near where they work. Um, This coffee place does a vanilla latte with sweet cream instead of like milk or whole milk. And it's so good and they have a coconut sweet cream you can do too. So it's just really good. It's like smooth and slightly acidic and the notes of espresso like creep up the back of the sip after you're done and yeah, it's just lovely. I'm not a huge coffee connoisseur, actually. I like me a latte. When I was in college, I used to get like shots, 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 shots. (laughs) Uh, But I'm one of those people that caffeine. um, I have to have a fair bit of it in order to get kind of like amped up like other people do. And sometimes it has little effect and sometimes it makes me Really, really tired. Like, I have had a quad shot plus another coffee, and then been able to take a nap at two o'clock after having coffee between ten and one. That much coffee between ten and one. So, uh, it's nice to be here with you all, or with myself, depending. My my cat is here, Nala. I was. I'm considering, um, doing video episodes of this where you get to see me, uh, recording, but I, I don't know, like, do do people like that? And I just, uh, right now, like, right now I am in my house. I am sitting on the floor. Excuse me. I, am. I'm sitting on the floor in front of my armchair. Uh, Next to me is our collection of graphic novels and manga and fantasy novels and special editions. I'm big into books. Can you tell? (laughs) That's why I'm called The Pages Are Calling, because I like books. I also like the name The Pages Are Calling because I feel... Like, it is really representative of this feeling I have had my whole life where, how do I describe it? It feels like there's something more out there for me. It feels like there's something calling? See what I did there? Um It's always felt like that. That that has always I've always felt like that since I have been on this earth. Not to mention, I've I've always really felt like I never really belonged. For the most part, I was able to fit in, but I never really belonged the same way it felt and seemed like other people did when I looked around the world. And that, that's such a weird feeling, right? I mean, so uh, I'm an Enneagram four, if any of you know uh, much about the Enneagram. And fours are... We tend to be rather, we can be really past-focused, and we are heart-centered, so yeah, as a four and fours, things are, one of their big, like, cruxes is that they feel shame a lot, yes, hello, me, and that they they have a really hard time being misunderstood and i that that still bothers me to this day i oftentimes feel like in work in meetings, in everyday life, sometimes I feel like I'm talking and I'm explaining things and it's like I am speaking another language that no one has ever heard of. And as an Enneagram 4 personality, that's, um, it's hard. It's, It's hard because I often feel like people misunderstand me. Yes. Outside of the misunderstanding part, because I, I've been working on that, because I'm always going to be misunderstood, right? People, it's not guaranteed. But just feeling like, like I figured out how to like mask and play the game to fit in enough but never really belong and it it, I've always had that feeling it's um, uh, when I was little I used to think that I was an alien that was not of this world (laughs) Uh, I still often feel like that (laughs) Um, but these days I take more I take more stock in the connection that I am a human on this planet who is here because of years and years and years of ancestors who got to this point. So that that feels good. i like I like taking stock in that these days. When I was younger, i would I would do the opposite. I really. I really enjoyed holding on to things that made me radically different and radically rebellious. But I was also a really traumatized child and teen from uh, all sorts of things that had happened in my life when I was growing up. And, uh... And... Holding on tight to flying my freak flag as as they used to say, gave me purpose. It helped me feel like that like this is me. and i i ra- I really rejected any type of like, oh, yeah, no, i'm I'm that kind of like human connection part because I. Had always felt so othered and so different that I was like, yes, this is it. This is this is what I'm holding on to. So I don't do that as much anymore. Um I feel like I've I feel like I've I mean I still am like that, but I feel like I've balanced it. I no longer hold hold on to that part as much just to be like, see, see. But it's still there. It's very obvious. <laughs> um Yeah. So that's that. Last time we talked, it's been a while. It's been it's been 21 days since my last episode and I had mentioned how I wasn't feeling very great and I had been avoiding the podcast because I didn't want to be seen. And you know, I thought maybe I had kind of worked that out, but clearly I did not because I didn't do another episode for twenty one days. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that one, that one's really hard for me. Like, letting myself be seen as I am is incredibly difficult for me. Uh, I grew up in a family with a mother and a grandmother who were amazing and wonderful and. Loving and cared about me and tried to raise me in the right ways, you know. And they also had major hangups uh, about their body and their weight and their size that I believe had fully been conditioned into them. My grandma, uh, she passed away last August. Hey, Nene, I hope you're doing well. <laughs> um, love you. And my grandma, I remember up until the last year of her life or so when she was in the hospital while she was still at home, she, she would still weigh herself. She was 88, 89, 90, and she would still get up and go to the scale and be like, oh, I need to lose 5 or 10 pounds. And I so understand it. But whenever I heard that talk, I just, the only thing I could think about is that if I am lucky enough to live to 88 or 89 or 90, I don't want to be on a scale worrying about gaining or losing five or 10 pounds. I don't. Right? That as an octogenarian... If I get there, that's just not something I want to have on my mind. You know, and my um, my mom has always really struggled with her size and her shape. Um, we're both kind of built similar to my grandpa in a way, which is like, um, thick, you know, thick legs, and then carrying majority of the weight from the hips to the shoulder, especially in the front belly. Uh, Yeah. And, you know, I listened to my mom talk a lot about how she wished she still looked like this or still looked like that. Um, And it was just hard because as a kid, especially when I got to be like a younger – Teen growing into that, it was really easy for me to look and think about my current body and be like, "Well, I don't, I don't look thin like you did, or I don't." So it was like, "Of course, there's something wrong with me." And then because weight was such a weight size and shape was such a hot button issue in my family, anytime it Creeped up or was noticeable, it was pointed out. And I think in some ways people were maybe trying to be helpful. Um, but mostly I just remember a lot of people commenting on my body and my eating habits. And and none of that made me want to make bitter choices. None of it made me feel confident. Or empowered in myself, none of it made me even feel neutral in myself or my body, right? And for the longest time, I was convinced that I'm not more than a bot, like that I am my body, and we are. And it's also <laughs> so much more than that. I am not just my body, my body is the least interesting thing about me. This was good to talk about, can I just say? Um, So, yeah. So, yeah. So, I realized, um, you know, because I've still been feeling this way for a lot of this month since we last talked, I, yeah, I kind of, I'd been avoiding the the pod. And I don't want to do that because I like doing the pod. I'm using a Glennon Doyle, Abby Wambach, Amanda, um, we can do hard things podcast reference if you don't listen to we can do hard things I highly recommend you do <laughs> uh it's great I absolutely love it I'm, my favorite is Abby I have such a crush on her I love Glennon and I love sister entirely but I think what it is is that Glennon and sister sometimes especially Glennon reminds me of Mike my really like emotional hurt stuck self and on their pod Abby will come in and be like okay well good and she'll have some sort of like not snarky but some sort of like this is what we're doing and i just i just love it but that pod is great um yeah so i like doing the pod i want to do the pod i don't i don't want to avoid it i also When I avoid it, I am avoiding myself, right? And these past couple weeks, I've definitely been – I've not been engaging in as many behaviors and rituals that I normally would that support my well-being. I have had trouble getting out and going for walks. I have had trouble getting up and consistently doing my routines, Uh, my skincare in the morning, my skincare at night. Um – Things like that. And I think uh, yesterday and today I was, doing, I was doing some big thinking about themes in my life and my past. And I feel like I am ready to let go of some of the things and work on things in my own way. So, like, for example, um, the weight talk that I mentioned... That was always happening in my family with my mom and my grandpa. My, even my grandpa. He wasn't immune to it. He talked about it all the time. Um, and he would comment on us too, which, you know. Uh, um, Oh, my gosh. Am I forgetting what I'm saying? I hate it when that happens. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. With. Everything I've already said and I've been thinking about it for a little while and I realize um, part of the reason that getting out for physical activity is really difficult for me is because I only associate physical activity with changing your body to be smaller, which means changing your body to fit in or try to belong better, which means changing yourself to try to fit in or belong better, which means, which can mean making yourself smaller to fit in or belong better. Right. And I've, I've lost weight. I've gained weight. I've worked out a ton. I haven't worked out a ton. I've been a fitness girly. I haven't been, um, but it's never been consistent. And I've never looked at movement from a place of does this feel good for my body? How does it make my mind feel at the end of the day? If I have a week where I am more active, how does my headspace feel? Is this, How does my mental health? So I basically have just decided that the same thing that used to force me into going like balls to the wall and Working out all the time and being like a fitness girly for months or years on end and then quitting is the same thing that keeps me not doing it and keeps me hiding. Because there is a part of me that feels like if I protect myself with a layer with layers of squish on my body, I will be safer. And in a lot of ways, that has been proven to me and past times in my life. One thing I forget when I'm thinking about this equation is that at past times in my life, I was younger. And yes, I I did not always know what to do with the attention I got when I was in good shape or working towards being in good shape. And I let that attention... I let the fact that at some points in my life, that attention has felt gross and like I was like I am being only appreciated for my body or my physical attributes. I let that hold me back from making myself physically stronger and physically working on my fitness for myself because I associated it with that, right? So what I've been thinking about lately is I I can I can do this for myself. It's for me. Right? If I want to lift weights, it's because I want to feel the strength in my arms. It's because when I, you know, flex my bicep, I want to see it pop a little bit more. Um I want to feel sturdiness in my legs right I want I want them to be strong and steady and planted um and I yeah it's not about it's not about how I look it's about how I feel but even just this week I've been working on going around the neighborhood um going out for walks multiple times a day to take breaks, recharge, um, and get my step goal in, um, according to my aura ring. And, uh, that was, that was hard. It's, it's been, I don't even think it's been a full week and I mostly hit the goal. My, uh, my coach, I work with a life and business coach and her name is Whitney. Whitney Catalano, she's great. Look her up. Um, Whitney and I also talked, and one thing she told me about making the habit of exercise, um, because I have to switch it from that POV that I just previously explained, right? Otherwise, it's never gonna, it's never gonna do anything. So, Whitney also told me that one thing that I should consider doing is that, let's say I got eight thousand steps, and my goal is ten. I can just decide. I can just decide that the amount of activity I did is enough. Even though maybe I didn't hit that benchmark or whatever. And then the next day, I try again. And if I hit it, I hit it. If I don't, I decide that it is enough. And every day that I do do something and decide that is it is enough, it creates that habit. I also feel like it's really reaffirming in general for lots of things. Because I struggle with enough with myself. I struggle with feeling enough, thinking I'm enough oftentimes. Um, So it's a good, it's a good way to, to capture that too, to, to, to work on that part of me in other contexts while applying it to this, right? Hey, I made the decision that that was enough. So maybe when I'm journaling or when I'm doing an art project and I'm feeling like, ah, I can just say, no, this is enough. Let's pick it up again. So, yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to make a little promise to myself and I'm going to make a little promise to you. I am going to podcast on Mondays and Fridays. Mondays is going to be a little longer. Fridays will be a short little like, hi, how have we been for the week? All. I'll check in, tell everyone how I'm feeling, you know, where I'm at and stuff. Share some thoughts and moods from the week, um, kind of a la Lauren Elizabeth style on her mood podcast, but not not quite like that, Um, because I I think she has a more sunny disposition than I do. No, that's not right. That's not what I want to say. Hers just comes off differently. So when I talk about moods, it'll it'll be. It'll not be the same. <laughs> um, but yeah, Monday and Friday, um, that feels good to me. I That is a promise that I can keep to myself. And I hope that you all will enjoy it. Um, if anyone has any questions or thoughts or wants to chat about anything, you can find me on Instagram at The Pages Are Calling and the pages are calling at gmail.com I hope you all have a lovely week and I am look forward looking forward to saying hello on Friday bye everybody see you later little dinosaurs